I'm Tommy Canale, and welcome to A Heartbeat and a Guitar, Johnny Cash, and the Making of Bitter Tears, a podcast docu-series powered by Before the Lights podcast in support of Native American rights of the harsh and unfair treatment of the indigenous community. Along with me is the filmmaker of We're Still Here and author of the book, A Heartbeat and a Guitar, Antonino D'Ambrosio. The history behind the concept record, which is intriguing to me, is we're talking about something that was developed over 55 years ago. And it's still prevalent in today's society that we're trying to support Native American rights of the harsh and unfair treatment. It's not just been going on since the 60s. It's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. This is what I think Johnny Cash tried to do with this record is that you have to take the hard look to be accountable responsibility is no matter how difficult and uncomfortable that's the only way you can get better as a people and as a society i hope it not only opens your eyes but that you'll tell somebody else to open their eyes and just maybe we can get a chain effect going antonino and open up a bunch of eyes why 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 when we're all one people and cash decides to head to LA where he buys the records and writes this letter and puts the letter in the, in the sleeve of each record. The Indians never had a civil rights movement. Five kinds of law in America, common law, criminal law, constitutional law, statute law, and treaty law. Agreements that the United States government made with the tribes, these are legal agreements. The law, you have a legal responsibility to us. This isn't about morals or ethics. This is about the law. Native people are opening their hearts and minds to work with us and thereby work with you, the listener, to find a new way forward. It has to happen because things can't continue like this. President Kennedy and America betrayed a statement made in 1794 by George Washington that was signed with the Seneca tribe. The United States acknowledges the land within the aforementioned boundaries to be property of the Seneca Nation. Kennedy approved the construction of the Kinsua Dam project on the Allegheny Seneca Reservation in Pennsylvania. The native people had to flee when massive flooding made it unlivable. They burned down the houses before they, they flooded the land. Did this really happen in our country? Everybody looks at it and goes, oh, those natives are all right, man. They got casinos. They ain't got nothing to worry about. Again, we've talked about it. It's genocide eradication. It's, you know, it's subjugation. It's being penned in. If you, you know, you're given a plot of land, but you're cut off from all the other resources and opportunities that are, that are surrounding you within the other country that you're living, you know, really with. You talked about the numbers before about education, about clean water, about health care, about you know, drug addiction and suicide. These are very, very important markers, social and cultural markers about where a community stands. And those numbers are grim to be more supportive of what is necessary to make the world work better, their world and our world together work better for everyone. In Canada. The government has forcibly removed 150,000 indigenous children from their homes from the 1880s through the 1990s. 
They sent them to residential schools designed to assimilate them. This is a good time for a project like this, for people to hear something with some substance again. The Trail of Tears forced displacement of approximately 60,000 Native people of the five civilized tribes between the 1830 and 1850 by the U.S. government. Native people suffered from exposure, disease, and starvation. Thousands perished, which was called the Death March. Ira Hayes' mother places this on Johnny Cash's neck, the Apache tear, which he doesn't take off again. You know, we will save that for another episode. The fight is to get out of that stereotype of we're gone, they're gone. You know, oh, it's so sad. You know, they're, go- they're, they're here. Listeners, you're not starting to get on board. You're missing the train. It's, it's going by you. You need to get on. The broken treaties, the ridiculous acts, the violation of their native rights for fishing and hunting. The primary act is to see these people disappear. If you make things so far in the past, they feel bloodless. So you don't feel the connection to how terrible these things were, right? And if you make them ancient, they feel like they could never be part of our present or our future. We also need you to tell somebody so we can continue to get this word out there and slowly together we can all make a change. Custer is about the 1876 Battle of Little Bighorn, the most decisive Native people victory and worst U.S. Army defeat in the Long Plains Indian War. Johnny Cash had brought Peter Lafarge down to the studio in Nashville to record the record. And Norman Blake talked to me a great deal about remembering in vivid detail Peter Lafarge. Not Indian people. Indian people were ready to roll, but I think this record was giving non-Indian people a chance to deeply think. It's like reading the book, Bury My Heart, A Wounded Knee. That's how powerful this record is. Sequoia was severely disabled, did not learn to read or write, spent 15 years developing the language. In 1821, Cherokee Nation adopted the language. Almost four years ahead of the Beatles, the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band record. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I found that when I've talked talk about the American Indian to people, I've been amazed about how little anybody knows about it. And we're still talking about this same damn thing that exactly Marlon Brando right. was talking about in 1964, 1965. It is at least for Native people, like time has stopped. Nobody has done anything except their land and their way of life keeps deteriorating and exactly. nothing's being done about it. It was a time, uh, you know, the 70s, there was a poll taken of, of us uh, who were occupying Wounded Knee. Wounded Knee, by the way, is on Indian land. We were just not, you know, it's not like off Indian land right. where we occupied it. We were occupying our own land. Um, 72% of America agreed with us in a huge 
poll that was taken by a Gallup organization. The surveillance by the FBI around Brando and Woodini too, and Dennis Banks and Russell Means, who he also helped from the American Indian Movement, is quite remarkable. The Talking Leaves really is about language. And natives hold on to elements of their cultures despite U.S. government forced assimilation. The consequence has been native languages becoming extinct. Indigenous Language Institute says out of over 300 languages that once existed, only about 175 remain in use today. Ira Hamilton Hayes was born at the Gila River Indian community on a reservation. Ira Hayes decided to enlist and became a Marine and he became one of the first ever paratroopers. What the song says, you know, Ira Hayes, you know, a drunken Marine or, or no, the U.S. Marine that went to war or the drunken Indian. Right. And, and, and Johnny Cash just, just smashes out with that. But we missed the original moment. And we didn't identify the people that should have been identified. <laughs> it, it, you could not write a script in Hollywood if you sat around at a table and said, look, this is a major battle. I mean, like real butchery of human beings in this battle. But we missed the flag raising and they raised a different flag on top, on top of it at all. Powerful symbolism of Ira Hayes uh, lifting the flag, becoming a hero, and then dying in a mud puddle on his own reservation broke and destitute and depressed. It's got to wake somebody up. According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, indigenous people suffer from untreated mental illness at alarming rates. So it's called an Apache teardrop. It's found only in that section. Well, Ira Hayes' mother gave Johnny this Apache teardrop. He had it. He took it back to California and polished it and had it mounted on a gold chain and wore it around his neck. And that night in Des Moines, when he found out that Ira Hayes was in the top ten, he took it off of his neck and hung it around my neck and thanked me for the promotion job. And I wear it to this day. I've got it on right now as we're speaking. Become you know that flag raising has become this. This another American myth of the story of the 20th century and America's role in, in becoming a dominant power of the 20th century. And Ira Hayes be, became a player in that. And Johnny Cash's authority is not quiet. He's walking around with power and he's making it known. But even with the quiet authority of Norman Blake, the song still has this rousing spirit to it. Research found that 25 to 35% of all Native children were being removed. The whole purpose of the education was really not to educate, but to eradicate. This is a common practice in other countries as well. In Canada, which in the, in the last couple of years, this has become a huge uh, national issue in Canada because of their Canadian residential schools. From the Indian Reservation to the governmental school Well, they're going to educate me To the white man's golden rule Only 17% of Native people continue education after high school in comparison to 60% of the U.S. population according to the Post-Secondary National Policy Institute. You cannot call yourself a modern society or democratic society, if you're denying these things to any people, is just trying to reinforce that we are indeed one people. 
Those who live in reservations struggle to get to polling sites. Many Native people reservations don't use traditional street addresses, so their applications for voter registration are rejected. I say, everybody, let's get voting sites on reservations. The white girl does everything to give the impression to the young Native man, yes, you're gonna, I'm going to get you through this. You will be accepted. But it was quite the opposite. How do we change the minds and hearts and souls of those who are going to come after us? That away from the Native culture, that interracial relationships and marriage are still frowned upon in all ethnicities in this country. Native women and girls are murdered at a rate of 10 times higher than any other ethnicity. The majority of these murders take place on Native land, and the perpetrators are most often not Native, according to the Native Women's Wilderness. 84% of Native women report having experienced violence at some point in their lives, according to the Department of Justice. A white-only democracy is what Peter Lafarge was singing in White Girl. And you see that with those statistics, particularly amongst the most vulnerable. On point, Peter Lafarge was in capturing the crux of the issue, which is it's democracy for whites only. Whites only democracy. We can find common ground as human beings in the things that we're striving for, which is to be free of, in this case, of great mistreatment and brutality and cruelty. In 2020, Native people activists began working to get their communities counted in the U.S. Census. The White House prematurely ended the census polling. This is a tool how you can fairly redistribute resources in society, is the census. Referring to the symbol of tribal membership, Covington often said termination is like giving your eagle feather away. What Hank Adams said, the great native leader of the National Indian Youth Council, if India doesn't have land, he has nothing. Termination policy was completely a bereft and disgraceful piece of legislation. To use Alcatraz Island to sort of as a showcase to show the, the nation and the world, this is what Indian reservations are, are like. You know, these are not just, you know, losses in the moment. They're signaling that there's losses to come. The last episode of this fantastic docu-series. Don Law, like a good collaborator and someone in that position as a producer, he recognized that Johnny Cash had a real vision. And Cash says, I want to do this. And Don Law's like, you can totally do this. We were part of this debacle. As Americans, we should own this and open our hearts with compassion and understand our history. Something needs to be done to modify or remove the conditions that are producing poverty. We're all supposed to be one people. All of us don't hear each other. The bad parts of our history, I won't let them define me. I'm not going to be a bitter person. But you know what mainstream media covers? Sports mascots. I think it just highlights the fact that Native people have a lack of cultural power in the society where they can really affect the change. It's not about the money. It's about what's right is right. What we really want you to do is use your voice. 
if everybody listening would just tell one person to listen to this docu-series. So close your eyes, wait, listen, and then believe everything is possible. This is Roseanne Cash. This docu-series is dedicated to those who were instrumental in this story, but are no longer with us.